Good evening, by the way. I don't think I said good evening. Um, Sarah's dealing with a headache tonight and a uh, whiny Riley, so uh, she stayed home with him. Um, otherwise, she was probably going to be in the nursery all evening anyways with him because he's just a bundle of emotions right now for some reason. Probably teeth. Seems like a never-ending cycle of teeth with kids. It's just... One gets done, you think, and then another one starts popping teeth. And So, um, as I mentioned, we are in First um, John. And last week, uh, as we were talking through light and darkness, we ended uh, with Paul or John's um, exhortation or, or suggestion about darkness and how it cuts off fellowship. Um, and this week, I wanted to take a closer look at fellowship, um, specifically, um, the concept of experiencing fellowship. Uh, if you look at 1 John chapter 1, verses 6 through 7, John writes, If we say we have fellowship with Him, with God, while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. So, claiming to have fellowship with God does not guarantee that we have it. It's kind of like I can say, I'm an athlete, but that doesn't mean I'm actually an athlete. Anybody can look at me and say, no, you're not. Right? Scripture, uh, the verses that we just read here, informs us that if we are walking in darkness, we lie and we do not practice the truth. Fellowship with God... And Jesus comes when we practice truth and we walk in the light. John gave his testimony and his words are truth. Those who desire to have fellowship with God, they have to practice truth. It needs to be a part of their everyday life and a part of their being. Um, what is truth? Well, Jesus says in John chapter 17, verse 17... As referring to God, he says, your word is truth. So let's look at his word. The word fellowship comes from the Greek word koinonia. It means the act of partaking, sharing, participation, communion, partner with. Anytime that you see a word that kind of fits that in scripture, it's probably koinonia. There are often different English words that are used throughout the different uh, translations when referring to koinonia, and the context is really what determines what English word is going to be used when translating the Greek word into English. And so, as kind of a practice in this, and to get a better understanding of fellowship, I want to look at several scriptures tonight that use that word koinonia, and look at what scripture has to say about it, and, and what just get a better understanding of fellowship in general. First um, John chapter one verse three. We'll start there, and if you want, we're going to come. We're going to end in First John chapter one. So just keep your finger there as we flip through. First John chapter one verse three. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. So fellowship, according to this scripture is something that we expect to have with each other 
And it's something that we expect to have with God. And let's look at the next, uh, next verse, also in 1 John chapter 1, verse 6, which we uh, have read earlier tonight. I'll, I'll just read it again. If we say we have fellowship with Him while we walk in darkness, we lie and we do not practice the truth. Fellowship with God is found when we do not walk in darkness. Okay, that's what this scripture tells us. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 9. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So fellowship with Jesus is something that is provided by God. Okay? There's another um, explanation, another description of fellowship. Philippians chapter 2. We'll look at a, a few here in Philippians. Philippians chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. Paul writes here, If there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, complete my joy by being of the same mind. The word koinonia there is the word for participation. Okay, So if any participation or any fellowship in the Spirit. So fellowship also describes the relationship that we have with the Holy Spirit. Philippians chapter 3, a couple chapters or a couple verses down in your Bible. Philippians chapter 3, verse 10. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. The word share there, fellowship. So, fellowship describes how we share in the suffering of Jesus, it describes the relationship that we have in Christ. So, so far, fellowship describes the relationship that we have with God, with Jesus, and with the Holy Spirit. Okay? Acts chapter 2, verse 42. We start getting into a little bit different realm of the meaning of fellowship. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and what? Fellowship. Right? The word, of course, fellowship, describes the unity that existed between the apostles and the believers who accepted the apostles' teaching. Apply it to today. It applies to believers today who also believe and accept the teachings of Christ and his apostles. So it's a unity that we have together. Building on this, Paul in Galatians chapter 2, verse 9, says they gave the right hand of fellowship to Barnabas and me. Fellowship here describes the relationship between faithful brethren. Back to Philippians chapter 4, verse 15. Paul, speaking to, or writing to the church here, says, No church entered into partnership, read fellowship, with me in giving and receiving except you only. So in this context, the word fellowship describes the sharing of financial needs with those who preach the word. And lastly, back to 1 John chapter 1, verse 7. <clears throat> but if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, 
And the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sins. Fellowship describes our life in Christ, our Christian walk, our connection to our brethren. It is important to understand that it is possible to have fellowship with our fellow man and still not have fellowship with God. When we get it right, we experience fellowship with both, with God and each other. Here's the chart I want to show you. It's a simplistic look at fellowship. The two arrows represent the two people there who have fellowship with God. And the dotted line represents the fellowship that two believers share with each other because of the fellowship that they have with God. Because of the fellowship they have with Christ. You see, when we talk about the word fellowship, sometimes the thought comes into mind that we're talking about just when we're together. You know, we're getting together. I've heard the word fellowship meal. We get together for a meal. Fellowship. Um, But that's not the whole meaning of fellowship. That's a meaning of fellowship, but it's not the complete meaning of fellowship. The connection that we have to one another the dotted line, is because of the connection that we are supposed to have with God and Jesus. If that dotted line is filled in and the connection is just between man and those two arrows don't exist, then the fellowship isn't Christian fellowship. It's just social fellowship. It's just social friendship, right? But when you put God and Jesus first in terms of where your fellowship lies, that other stuff happens Automatically, it, it, that's what's produced because of the connection that we have with Christ. Because it's in His blood that we are united with Christ. And if we are united in Christ, then we are united with all, everybody else who shares in that blood, who shares in the promise, who shares in eternal life. Fellowship encourages Fellowship with God and Jesus encourages us because of the hope that we have. Because of the eternity that we've been promised, that encourages us. That's what drives us. That's what helps us find joy when we meet trials of various kinds. Because of that hope that we have, because of that relationship that we have, that fellowship that we have. And because of that, we share similarly the same life with our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Because... We share in Christ. That encouragement that we have is something, you know, in Hebrews chapter 10, when uh, the Hebrew writer there is uh, exhorting folks not to forsake the assembling, but to come together to build one another up to love and good works, that's a role of fellowship. Fellowship can help build us up to love and good works. It can help us, encourage us along our daily walk because fellowship itself describes our Christian walk. And we need each other and we need Jesus and God in order to fully accomplish that. So this picture puts it kind of as a triangle, but I think when it's done right, it's more circular because as we serve Christ, as we serve God together, as we work together for the good, then that builds up our fellowship, not only with each other, but with God himself.
I had the opportunity on Friday uh, to drive down to Amelia, uh, Ben, uh, Ben Ash, uh, Ben and Lydia, who've uh, placed membership here. Um, ben works with the Midwestern Children's Home, and um, some of them go to Withamsville Church. Um, and Withamsville has a Friday night volleyball league. It's just members within their church and, you know, people that they invite from outside, like me. Um, I'm an outsider. Um, of course, Sarah and I used to worship there. Um, but it was the first time I'd seen a lot of the people that we used to worship with down at Withamsville in a long time. So it was nice to get to fellowship with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and have a good time, get some cardio in, um, realize that I'm getting older and I'm not still not very good at volleyball. Um, but it was really encouraging to not only see the amount of people who had signed up to play volleyball, um, but just the camaraderie and the relationships that you could see in the room. Um, as a former member and now kind of quote-unquote outsider, looking into that, this picture here came to mind. Because even though I don't worship with them, I don't see them every week like I see everybody here every week, we still have fellowship together because of the fellowship that we have with God, because of the fellowship that we have with Jesus. And that's encouraging. So we need to find ways in which we can fellowship with our brothers and sisters. Whether it's our brothers and sisters here, our brothers and sisters abroad, elsewhere, finding ways to put those relationships to work for the good of the kingdom. Fellowship uh, is an important aspect to the Christian life. It's an important aspect to walking in the light. It is an encouragement. I know it encourages me. And so as an encouragement tonight, how can we encourage you? Do you have a need that we can assist you with? Are there trials that you're going through that you feel just not something you can do alone? Well, that's what the triangle is there for. Give it to God. Give it to each other. We share and we love and we do so because of the relationship that we have in Christ. If we can assist you tonight with joining into the family of God by uh, putting on Christ in baptism, we can assist you with that as well. If, you, if we can assist you in any way, why don't you come forward now while we stand and sing.